We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Raptors Nation? Welcome back into the Raptors Nation podcast. My name is Luca Rosano, and we got a brand new edition of this podcast. And remember, you can find this podcast over here on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts on Apple or Spotify. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and please subscribe to the channel for more Raptors content just like this. The season is nearing a return. Yes, the regular season less than one week away, Wednesday the Raptors next Wednesday, the Raptors will be taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves in their regular season opener. The Raptors have looked good so far in their dress rehearsal. They have one more exhibition game, one more preseason game against the Washington Wizards tomorrow. I will have a post game reaction following that. And what do you know? I mean, for those of you who aren't going to be invested in that final preseason game, you're going to have a good matchup. The three and all Wizards take on the three and all Raptors as one of those teams will be able to say, that they went undefeated in the preseason. And fun fact, the Raptors have never gone undefeated in the preseason. So they look to make it a first. And speaking of the Raptors, that is going to be a game where we probably will see a lot of, you know, the rotation guys battling it out as we're about to find out what the rotation is going to, in fact, look like for this upcoming season. But before we get into the rotation, I just want to give you some of my main takeaways from the preseason. Now, I know there's still one more preseason game, but by the time I record the next pod next Thursday, which, by the way, I do this pod every single Thursday, the preseason is going to be over with. So I'm going to give you my takeaways from the preseason to this point. And let's start with the Darko Reactivich era has gotten off to a nice start. And the Raptors offense slash ball movement has looked so much better. And you can credit Darko reinventing the wheel here, you know, with his 0.5 offense with this Raptors team implementing it. And the Raptors personnel has seemed to benefit from it greatly. I mean, the Raptors have been moving it well, carrying a sharing. You see those assist numbers going up and there's no more stagnant 
play. I mean, at least we haven't seen it so far. The Raptors, they are moving that basketball and guys know that they got to make a quick decision. They're either going to pass it. They're either going to shoot. They're either going to make an aggressive move to the basket. And so far it has resulted in the Raptors offense looking really good, a lot better than it did last season. So this is the type of offense that's going to limit the Raptors being stagnant and, you know, it being a chore to score because the Raptors have done a good job scoring in these first three preseason games. And it's nice to see, you know, the Raptors being able to hit their shots. You want to see them consistently hit their threes. They did struggle a little bit with the three ball in their last game against the Bulls. But overall, the makeup, the philosophy of this offense looks a lot better as guys are playing unselfishly to, you know, that's going to make Masai Ujiri happy. And these everybody's just trying to get the other involved. There's not a lot of solo ball happening. Guys are making good reads. If somebody has a read to the basket, they're attacking or else, you know, we've seen it. Guys are making the extra pass. Guys are finding the open shooter. And once that uh, shot starts to fall consistently, that's just going to open everything up. So I've really liked what I've seen from this Raptors offense. It was going to be one of the things that us as fans looked at because you know the, the defense is going to be there. I didn't have my concerns about this defense going into the season. You look at the personnel. The Raptors got many good defenders that once they're locked in and playing high engaged basketball they're gonna be you know tremendous defenders and we saw scotty barnes in particular as he had four blocks and he was guarding everybody on the bulls from point guard to center so i wasn't concerned about the defense it was this offense how was it gonna look with the raptors missing fred van vliet who obviously signed with the houston rockets but so far so good this offense has not struggled you know overall and it has looked like a competent offense and a lot of guys are getting involved, which is what you like to see. So we'll see how the offense looks in the regular season, which is going to be the real thing and the real test for this Raptors team. But I've liked where, what I've seen there. Another thing that has caught my attention from the preseason, the Raptors bench looks like it has a chance to be good. And, you know, it's been a while since we've had bench mob vibes here in Toronto. I mean, last season, the bench was a mess. You didn't know who was going to get minutes. It, it seemed like Nick Nurse, you know, relied heavily on the starters. He went with shorter rotations and, you know, Raptors starters were just being burnt to the ground, it seemed. You're not going to have that issue this season. Ryakovich likes the longer rotation. He already said that he's going to go with 10 guys, and we'll get to this more a little bit later on in the show but that is just going to make everything open up even more for the Raptors and that's going to alleviate a lot of the pressure off the starters keeping them fresh for when you need them in the most important times of the ball game late in the fourth quarter especially if it's a close one but you look at the bench Gary Trent Jr. in particular has caught my attention now we know at this point it's a foregone conclusion Dennis Schroeder will be the starting point guard which means Gary Trent Jr will be the sixth man. Obviously, that was one of the things that we're going back and forth debating. It seems apparent now that Gary Trent Jr. is, in fact, going to be that sixth man. And he seems like he's ready to lock into that role. Obviously, he wants to be a starter, but he's the ultimate professional. And I really liked how Gary Trent Jr. said that he's just going to go out there and try to help the team win. And 
You know, we've seen that. Gary Trent Jr., even though he's coming from off the bench, he's still been playing high energy. He's still been playing meaningful ball. And that's the thing. He's still going to have a meaningful role on this team, even though he's not starting, because Gary Trent Jr. has a chance to be very special from off the bench and lead that second unit and instantly inject some offense to this Raptors team, especially when they need it. And we saw it in that game against the Bulls, right? The Raptors were struggling to shoot the basketball in the first quarter. Gary Trent Jr. comes in and he scored eight of his 11 in that first queue. And in 25 minutes, he had 11 points, four rebounds, four assists. So Gary Trent Jr. overall has been very good this preseason. And if this is a sign of things to come, having Gary Trent Jr. lead that second unit is going to be solid because you talk about Gary Trent Jr. getting his, doing his thing, being that Raptor six man. I think he's going to do a wonderful job with it, especially since he's locked in. And then you talk about some of the other bench pieces. Jalen McDaniels has very much impressed me. And I think this guy is going to get a rotation spot because you look at Jalen McDaniels, you know, he's able to crash the glass. He had five rebounds, six points. If he gets that shot falling, that's a nice sign as well. He's good defensively. So I really like the addition of Jalen McDaniels, and I think he's going to be a staple of this rotation. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, you talk about some of the other bench guys, Boucher, who started the last two games because Jakob Perto has been out with illness. He's going to move to the bench. You like him in that bench role. Precious Achua is going to come back as well. So all of a sudden, the Raptors have a very nice bench. And then you got some of the end of the rotation guys who have looked good as well. I mean, Brady Dick, we'll get to him in just a bit here. But, you know, he has shown a lot of promise as well in the minutes that he has been given. And a guy like Malachi Flynn, you just hope he can figure it out because clearly Darko Ryakovich is high on him, but he's been getting run. I haven't really been sold on Malachi. He has struggled a ton. Um, but then even some of the other guys, you know, Gay has looked good in the minutes that we've seen him. Even, you know, Freeman Liberty. And, uh, you know, obviously you still have guys like Thad Young. I know a lot of people don't want to see Thad Young play, but, you know, he has been getting some runway here. And then you got Otto Porter Jr., who's my wild card in all of this, because I haven't fully given up on Otto Porter Jr., as I know a lot of Raptors Nation have at this point, and rightfully so. They haven't seen him play, and I don't even know if he's ready to go fully. But Otto Porter Jr., I still think, can be a meaningful contributor on this team. So overall, though, the bench is going to look a lot better. It's going to be solid. Your main guys are going to be Boucher, Achua, uh, Gary Trent Jr., and a McDaniels, and you got to feel good about that. And that fifth one's going to be up in the air. We'll talk about that uh, in just a bit here. But yeah, the bench, 
you know, we saw it against the Bulls, outscoring the Bulls second unit. I think it was like 40 to 22, something like that. So the Raptors bench is going to be a lot better. And that, in essence, is going to help the starters. So I'm very much looking forward to the Raptors bench. And that has been something that has, uh, yeah, caught my attention in a good way. And then another thing that has, you know, caught my attention and just a takeaway in general is Scotty Barnes looks good, man. Like, he just seems like a dude who is ready to take that next step. And he is just fiending for the regular season to start because Scotty Barnes has been going all out this regular season, uh, this preseason. And that's great to see because, you know, you see Barnes, he has been highly engaged from start to finish in these games on both sides of the ball, which has been great to see. You know, when he has the ball in his hands in the open court, he's either looking to attack or find his teammates. He's been able to hit his shots, which is great to see. His three ball in particular from the last outing. And then on defense, he has been a revolution. I mean, I talked about it. He was guarding all, you know, positions of the Bulls players. And he was just getting down to business, stealing the basketball, you know, blocking shots, putting his body on the deck. Barnes is ready to erupt, and I think he can make a leap, not only with his offense, but with his defense. And when you put it all together, it seems like Scotty Barnes is due for a special, special season. And clearly, this is the year where we want to see it, because the last two summers, the Raptors have been in trade rumors for Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard, and Scotty Barnes was the untouchable, as Zach Lowe did confirm that in a recent report that he had. And we knew this, that the Raptors were not going to trade away Scotty Barnes because of how high they were on the rookie of the year from a couple seasons ago. So this is the season where Scotty Barnes can put it all together and prove that he's in fact that guy. And this is the guy who the Raptors have to look forward to many, many years to come of leading their franchise. So I've been a big fan of Scotty. He put in the work this offseason. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities trophies like the dominic toretto i live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence or the christopher nolan tenet trophy which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand catalina wine mixer trophy Ooh, the lauren hill you might win some but you just lost one trophy and what's more the nba playoffs are here so you want to make six trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness follow six trophies on the wondery app or wherever you get your Podcasts listen ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Got in his conditioning much better, and like I said, he's doing the things that you wanted him to do better so far. His shooting, he looks more comfortable with the ball handling duties. And I know it's just the preseason; I don't want to get ahead of myself. But Scotty looks good, and then in combination to that, the takeaway, another takeaway, is the fact that you know he and Siakam were able to coexist in that last game at a high level because that was one of the concerns I had. You know, were these guys able to play together at a high level without hindering the other? And I mean, if we get more outings like the one we got against Chicago, where both these guys are playing at a high level and these guys show that they can be a one-two punch, a dynamic duo, I've said it from the summer. The Raptors are going to turn a lot of heads and exceed expectations. 
So that was really nice to see that in extended minutes, that Barnes-Siakam duo, especially in the fourth quarter of that game at one point, combining to score all 17 Raptors points. So those have been my main takeaways. Overall, the offense ball movement looks good. The bench appears like it's going to be a lot better this season. Barnes looks like he's ready to take a leap, and it looks like this Barnes and Siakam experiment together might be able to work at a high level after all. So those have been my main things from the preseason. And, you know, again, you just hope these good habits translate to the regular season. Okay, let's talk about the rotation. I know I've done a couple of videos on this, but I'll kind of put the icing on the cake just because the Raptors are set to play their last preseason game, and then we'll know the rotation once the regular season rolls around. But Josh Lewenberg actually put out something interesting over on X. He said this, I asked Darko what he's looking for from Grady Dick early in the season. His answer, not unlike the Rooks preseason usage, didn't exactly scream rotation player. And this was the full quote. For a rookie, for a young rookie, it's going to be a lot of patience and time from the first preseason game when he stepped on the court. You could just see that the game is just so fast for him and he's rushing things. I think that in the last couple of games that he did a better job of slowing down a little bit. He's got to slow down himself before the game slows down for him. And that's a normal thing for all the rookies. I think the way he's picking up defensive things and getting better in our schemes, understanding personnel designations, I think it is going to be very important for him. And then offensively, just the way he's playing without the ball, the way he's cutting and moving and creating offense for us. And that's been one of the things with Dick, right? He hasn't been able to hit that shot consistently, even though that shot has looked good. But he's done a lot of the other things, the little things well, as Darko alluded to there, you know, being able to move without the basketball, which is going to be crucial. But based on that answer, it does seem like the Raptors are going to take a very slow approach with Dick, which begs the question, how will the Raptors 10-man rotation ultimately look? So guaranteed, the top five, we already know, Schroeder, Barnes, OG, Siakam, and Fertile. And then the guaranteed bench guys are going to be Trent, Boucher, Achua. And I'm going to throw McDaniels in that equation. I think McDaniels has earned it. I think he will, in fact, be a staple of that rotation. So then that ultimately leaves one spot, since Darko did say he wants to implement a 10-man rotation on most nights, for the likes of Malachi Flynn, Thad Young, Otto Porter Jr., who we have not seen yet, Aguera Temple, and, of course, uh, a Grady Dick, if he does, in fact, get into the rotation. But based on what Ryakovich said there, it looks like the Raptors are going to be slow with Dick. They're going to be patient with him. So I don't see Dick getting, you know, a main final rotation spot here. So I believe it's going to come down to Malachi Flynn or one of the other guys. Now, here's my take on Malachi Flynn. Darko Ryakovich is clearly high on him. He said a lot of good things about Flynn. And clearly we've seen that because Malachi Flynn has played a lot this preseason. And it must be you know, just rejuvenating for him and his career because he goes from a guy in Nick Nurse who barely played him or would play them, would play him and then he wouldn't see minutes for a couple more games down the line to now all of a sudden being a staple of the rotation in this preseason and getting consistent minutes. You know, Malachi has been logging minutes this preseason. He's coming off having 20 minutes against the Bulls. But what doesn't make sense to me is Malachi Flynn hasn't looked good. Let's call it for what it is especially last game. He was terrible. Malachi Flynn, two points, 
or sorry, uh, yeah, Malachi Flynn, two points. He did have seven rebounds somehow, uh, three assists, but he was 0-4 from the field. And you can't have that with the guy who's leading your second unit. You need shooting in that second unit, more of it, beside a Gary Trent Jr. So you can't have Malachi Flynn breaking up shots. And that's what we saw from him. And that wasn't even the worst of it. I mean, Malachi did not look good defensively, and he was a bit sloppy at times. So I get it. Darko's taking that approach with Malachi. He's giving him run here, and it looks like he probably will, in fact, get a main rotation spot. But it just, you know, it, it begs the question, could the Raptors have seen more of a Jeff Doden Jr.? Could you have seen more of a competitive competition there? Because that's what I thought was going to brew here. I thought we were going to see a Jeff Doden Jr., Malachi Flynn, getting even amount of minutes here in the preseason, and then you make a decision. But Darko has just been playing Malachi, and he hasn't been playing Doden Jr. We saw Doden Jr. for about eight minutes in the second preseason game. He got no playing time against the Bulls. So that tells me that Jeff Doden Jr. is out of the running here. Now, what would I ideally like to see? I did originally say Grady Dick, but based on the recent comments by Darko, like I said, I think the Raptors are going to be patient with him. So I would like to see, so if they aren't going to put Grady Dick as that 10th guy, I would like to see Otto Porter Jr. if he is indeed ready to go, because you're going to need some more shooting in that second unit. And Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think a guy like Otto Porter Jr. can do just that. And he also plays hard defensively, which is good to see. But again, what's his health level at? We haven't seen him. Is he actually ready to play at a high level? That is a big question. But I do think the Raptors could use some of that scoring in defense as, you know, I would give a Gary Trent Jr. I know he's going to be scoring the basketball, but look, he's looked good in short bursts as a playmaker. He had four assists against the Bulls. That is a guy who I think can also get his teammates involved other than just getting his own offense. So we'll see what ultimately happens, but it does look like the Darko version of it is going to be the four I just mentioned and Malachi. And, you know, a lot of people want to see Grady Dick, myself included. I think it's going to be a little bit of a slow-moving process. So I would go with Otto Porter Jr. But again, Otto Porter Jr. hasn't played. We don't know if he's fully healthy. So if Darko does go with the healthy guy, it looks like Malachi might have won that job so we'll see how things go in the final preseason game if malachi continues to play a lot of minutes and he's the featured guy of that second unit i think we have our answer so let me know though raptors nation what do you want to see the rotation look like who do you think earns that last spot last two spots if you're not sold on mcdaniels but like i said i'm sold on mcdaniels i think he gets a guaranteed spot regardless okay 
And the last thing I want to talk about to conclude today's show, Siakam, featured as a top 25 player. As you look at Siakam, he was on the Ringers' top 25 top players in the NBA, which was nice to see. I'm not going to go through all the names, but the Ringer put this out yesterday, I believe, and they just had Siakam cracking the list of their top 25. Siakam is number 25, and I think this is a nice touch, and I think this is right. You know, when you talk about the best players in the NBA, I think Siakam is definitely deserving to be in a top 25 spot. You can make a case that he's better than some of the other guys ahead of him, you know, maybe uh, a Halliburton or Sabonis, but I think 25 is fair. That would be on par with my prediction as well, just looking at this, uh, at this list. I said I wasn't going to run down it, but I am. Um, yeah, number one, Jokic. Two, Giannis. I agree with that. Three, Curry. I agree with that. Doncic, four. I agree with that. Tatum, five. Embiid, six. Uh, Durant, seven. Butler, eight. Devin Booker, nine. Shea, ten. I think Shea should be over a Jimmy Butler. And Booker should be over Butler. No disrespect to Butler. 11, Anthony Davis. 12, uh, LeBron, 13, Kawhi, 14, Dame, 15, Murray, 16, Mitchell, 17, Fox, 18, Edwards, 19, Ja, uh, 20, George, Paul George, that is, 21, Ben Metabio, 22, Jalen Brown, Tyrese Halliburton, 23, DeMontis Sabonis, 24, and Siakam, 25. So I think overall, this is not a bad list. And like I said, this is on par to where I see Pascal Siakam playing. And look, Siakam, we know the drill with him. If he wants to get that super max deal. He's going to have to play at an all NBA level and he's going to have to probably, you know, get into that top 15 conversation. Well, he is going to have to get into that top 15 conversation if he does want to crack an all NBA team. So if he is the 20, 25th best player, he will fall out of that all NBA bid, but Siakam is definitely capable of being a top 20, even, you know, a top 15. I never thought Siakam was a top 10 player, even in his best days. But when Siakam was balling last season, there were times where like, okay, like this guy, is definitely top 20, borderline top 15. So I think top 25 is very, very fair. And, you know, Siakam, obviously, is going to have a big burden on his shoulder. You know, obviously, we're banking on the Scotty Barnes leap, but the Raptors also need Siakam to play at an all-star level if they want any shot of making some noise in the Eastern Conference. They need those two to play at their highest potential. So Siakam's coming off one of the better seasons of his career, arguably the best one. He was able to do it all around. And that's the thing about Siakam's game. You know, he's not only able to score, but I think an underrated part of his game is his playmaking. So look for he and Barnes to do a lot of the playmaking, especially with that first unit. So yeah, Siakam top 25. Raptors are going to need him to be top 25. They're going to need Barnes to play at a high level. But overall, I mean, you got to feel good from what you've seen from the Raptors thus far. Preseason has gone to plan. Better than expected, I would even say, because there was a lot of question marks coming in about how this team was going to look under Ryakovich. And so far, it's been so good. So we'll see how the Raptors fare once the real thing begins. Next week, they will play the Timberwolves, but the Raptors still have one more preseason game against the Wizards. Like I said, I will have a post-game reaction following that game here on the channel, so you definitely don't want to miss that. Hit a like and subscribe to the channel over here on YouTube. And if you are listening to this pod, on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, please give us a five-star review. It helps it a ton. That is it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I will catch you all again in the next one. Until next time, stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.